Good morning, church family. Um, Several announcements on behalf of the children. I'll start out by saying next Sunday morning, our children are going to start back with doing Bucket Brigade because it is the third Sunday. And we will continue that from now on. Every third Sunday, our children's choir will come out here and sing, and then we will also do our Children's Bucket Brigade. If you don't know what Children's Bucket Brigade is, that's where we take up change, any type of loose change. The children will have buckets, and they will come around, and you can put money into their buckets, and all that money goes to the Children's Ministry Program to help fund anything that we do. So I just want to tell you thank you for that, and I'm really excited because I love to see the kids come around, and they get to interact with the congregation, and it's a great little event. Um, The second thing that I have is a lot of you may have seen me passing out these little white cards. I still have a bunch I've got to pass out. But on the cards, it is discussing the VBS workshop session. Um, I have a lot of information to cover with all the volunteers that signed up for VBS this year. And this card is a save the date. It's just a little reminder to help you. I will also put it in the bulletin for next week. But it's Sunday, June the 7th at 5 p.m. here in the sanctuary. Everyone that's volunteered to help work with VBS, if you could just put it on your calendar to be here, and we'll go over a lot of information. Um, Hopefully it will be just one hour long, so it won't take up your whole day, but it is information that's important. Um, The last thing that I would like to announce is I'm also taking up T-shirt orders for VBS. Um, Youth shirts are $8, adult shirts are $10, and then $12 for 2X, 3XL, or 13, 4XL if you need that, is $14. The last day to place the order, if you would like a VBS shirt, is June the 20th. Place your orders with me, please. And then the last day that I'm taking up money, I need all the money taken up, is June the 29th. If you write a check, please write the check to Westminster First Baptist Church. And I'm just going to leave with please continue to pray for our Vacation Bible School this year. Thank you. Good morning. I just wanted to remind everyone you'll see in your bulletins that uh, it's uh, time to nominate uh, for deacons. Uh, We'll need to replace three this year. And uh, just wanted to remind you to be praying about that. Uh, we've got a lot going on, and we uh, just want to uh, get uh, get get to work now that uh, church is uh, back to full speed, I think, if you will. So um, just, if you will, be praying about that and fill in. I believe you'll see in the, the nominations, uh, you can put as many people as you want in there, uh, but we're going to uh, seek out five to interview, and, and then, of course, you will uh, end up voting uh, to put three in place. So, again... Just ask it over the next few weeks you'll be praying about that and make sure you fill out uh, the forms and get them turned in, okay? Thank you. After the kids sing, we usually on the on the third Sunday night we have a, a uh, you know, we provide some snacks for them. We have a little, like a little Jesus party. Well, what day is it next Sunday, guys? Father's Day, right? So we don't have an evening service. So this is a little meeting between us right quick in the, in the, in the service. Uh, how about the 27th? There's a wedding shower going on. Can we do our watermelon thing then, okay? So if anybody can help me and come put a watermelon on ice for these precious children on the 27th, if you can help me with that, 
you come and see me after the service. We'll sign you up, and you can be the one that uh, provides the watermelon for the children. We would appreciate it. If you can help with that, just let me know. Thank you. That will be the 27th. Thank you. Some of you may not can see the precious little kids down here, uh, but Kayla is sitting on the aisle side here. Reminds me of the woman who lived in the shoe. She had so many children, she didn't know what to do. <laughs> that whole row's full of kids. And then Travis has got a group uh, sitting over here also. Uh, hey, I see you. exciting time in the life of First Baptist. And I praise the Lord for Jeremy and Brooke Thomas. Sometimes parents won't allow their children to be baptized because they say they're too young to know what they're doing. But Caroline today, she knows what she's doing. And she prayed and invited Jesus into her heart. And so today, she's making that public by being baptized.
Let us pray. Heavenly Father, you are worthy of our praise and our honor. We thank you for the opportunity that we have to gather together. We ask for your constant hand of protection over us as we worship and as we focus on you this morning. We ask now that you take this opportunity as we give back a portion of that that you blessed us with, that you would bless the giver and the gift in accordance with your will. For it's in Christ's name that we pray. Amen. You may be seated. We'll continue worshiping this morning by singing Heavenly Sunlight. Let us stand again, please.
All right. Uh, I'm going to let Heather do this because she's our children's minister, and uh, she's responsible as long as my mom and daddy is responsible uh, for leading Caroline. So here she says. Um, first off, I just want to say thank you for allowing me to come up here and, and talk about Caroline. Caroline, do you mind joining me on the stage? Somebody make photographs. Um, before I present her with her certificate of baptism, I just wanted to share something with the church about Caroline. Um, Caroline is one of the students that I was already in place here on staff as a children's minister when they joined our church. And when Caroline joined our church, guys, she didn't even hesitate. She came into our church and she owned it. She came into our children's program. She was happy. She just fit in. And the Thomas family, they are so faithful to come into church, and they're here all the time. And because they're here, I have witnessed salvation for this child. This child, I do not question her salvation whatsoever because I have watched her grow from just a little bitty girl, and her, her prayers have changed as we've had class. Her questions, you can just see her brain just turning every time we had a Bible study. She makes me very proud. I'm very honored to be a sister in Christ to Caroline. You're very special to me. And with this, I'd like to present your certificate of baptism. Come over here just a little bit so we can get that. And also your Bible. All right, I invite you to the altar this time for prayer. Some of you have not been coming. I think it's okay. Uh, Brother Travis is coming to lead us this morning. Um, if you want to join us at the altar here. Uh, of course, we desperately need to continue uh, praying for our government officials. That's local, in our nation, and around the world. When I think about our government officials, I think about our military. They're scattered all around the world. We need to be praying for them. Our fire and rescue people, our first responders, our utility keepers. Um, only God knows who all's working today to keep power on so we can have air conditioning. Also, as we think about our people to pray for our farmers. I tell you, it's so good to, to drive through the community and see wheat and grain and corn and hay and, you know, God's blessed with some good water. And I praise the Lord for our farmers. Of course, our county, our state, our nation, the world, the virus, the vaccine, um, our doctors, nurses, 
and school is out, and we, we still need to pray for our teachers. Some of them are doing summer school teaching. Um, our students, some have graduated, and they're seeking a place where to go to school and or a job. We need to pray for them. Um, also, our choir, our service this morning as well as this evening. Um, and also, uh, Andrew Marsingale, we need to be praying for him. Andrew has the COVID, and the, his oxygen level had dropped, if you got the all call, uh, but hopefully that's better now. Um, also, uh, Chuck King uh, uh, needs our prayers. Uh, Olivia Graffis, this is uh, Beaverdown Pastor's daughter. Um, she's uh, having some issues uh, going on as well as... Uh, he was supposed to leave with the youth group on their trip uh, and had a little accident yesterday. So uh, pray for the Beaver Dam pastor. Um, you know, we're human too, and so a lot of things happen, and we have to change uh, gears, and it's not always easy. But I tell them, you know, family's first. Uh, excuse me, God's first. Then family's second, and church is third. So lift them up in prayer today. Um, Brother Travis, son, you come and lead us. And if you want to join hands with someone, uh, you feel free to do that. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just come to you today with uh, thankful hearts, thankful that we got to witness young Caroline as uh, she dedicated her life to Jesus. God, we just thank you that we get to witness that. Uh, worshiping you through baptism. I pray for those that are going to be baptized this evening in the creek. I uh, pray for Kenny as he baptizes them and he leads our service this morning, God. Just we thank you for him and we just pray that you would lead and uh, guide and direct him as he leads us. And uh, God, I just pray for those that are at the altar this morning. You know what's on their heart. You knew what was on their heart before they did. And uh, we're just so thankful that we get to turn these things over to you, God, and we don't have to worry about them. We know you and we love you and we trust you. And we just give it all to you. Uh, God, we just thank you for uh, those that are visiting the church, those that uh, are here or new here. We just thank you for the way you're continuing to grow our church family. Uh, and more importantly, the, the kingdom of God, Lord. We just thank you that we get to assist in that. And we get to give you all the honor, the glory, and the praise. Uh, Lord, we just love you for all you've done and all you're going to do for us. Be with us in our service today. And uh, just help us to feel the spirit move. Uh, just leave, uh, be with Kenny as he leads us. Lord, we love you and we thank you in Christ's name. Amen.
You don't hook a mule up to the plow until you get the gear on. And I forgot to get the, the gear on. Amen. It's so good to see you all in the house of the Lord today. What an exciting time uh, to be in God's house. I, I'd rather be here and be in the best hospital in the world, hadn't you? And wow, choir, wow. Oh, a glory in the cross. I thought Susan was going to knock this thing over. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm talking just turn loose and let her fly. Amen. All right. Well, if you have your Bibles, uh, Micah, Micah, I'll wait till you find it, those of you that have your Bible, Micah 6, 6 through 8, uh, we don't go there very often, but this sermon originated, let me think a minute, I believe it was week four last, in the cab of a pickup truck. Old Blue wasn't part of it. But a friend and I were talking about the world and the way the world is going. We were talking about leadership. And then we were talking about individual or a collective group like us as Christians. And that's where the title came from Standards for the Life of a Christian. Micah 6, 6 says, With what shall I come before the Lord? Micah's concerned here. What can I bring to God's table and bow myself before the high God? What can I bring? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings and with calves of a, of a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams or ten thousands of rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for the transgression, for the fruit of, of my body, for the sin of my soul? He has shown thee, O man, what is good, and what doth the Lord require of thee, but to do justly. To love mercy and to walk humbly before thy God. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, help me to be where you want me to be. Help me to be saying what you want me to say. Help me to come before you, Lord, humble as I know how. Because in my sight, I am nothing. But, Lord, I know in your sight, I am your child. And I'm responsible when you speak to my heart that I share what you have said. And Lord, I pray today that that is what I will do. And God, I love you and give you praise and honor and glory for it all. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. You don't have to follow the Lord unless you want to. But if you're going to follow him, he has requirements. The Bible says his commandments are not burdensome. You know, following the Lord is important. God has already set the standard. You and I, we try to lower the standard and, and get under the radar, but it will not work. 
God knows where you and I are right now. He knows your name. He knows my name. He knows everything about you. You can't fool God. You may fool people, but you can't fool God. Micah said, what should I bring to the table? You know, in those days, sometimes they were sacrificing their kids for their sin. He said, it's not what I want. They were sacrificing animals. He said, the blood of bulls and of goats will not pay the bill. Jesus paid the bill. Hello? He paid the bill with his precious blood. Requirements. Oh, I don't like requirements, you say. You know, when I was at home, I was required. You listening? I was required to make my bed after I got out of it. Not my mama. I was required to keep my room sort of halfway decent. So when she come to vacuum, she didn't have ten items to get move out of the way. I was required to keep the kindling box in the winter full of kindling and help get the firewood in. I was required in the summer to work in the garden. Did I like all that? Nah. But it was required. Hello? Listen, Daddy, you are responsible to set the standard in your home. You are. And it's high time that we as daddies and granddaddies set that standard. Listen, let me tell you something. When my grandchildren come to my house, they obey me and, and their mimi. You hear hello? And they know right quick that right there will light up the bottom. You say, you're going to get in trouble. It doesn't matter to me. If you're under my house, if you, you come into my house, you're going to do what I ask you to do in a right way. Okay? Hey, the oldest one now is 22. It's yes, sir, no, sir, I love you, and a hug. Why? How did it get that way? We taught them. You say, well, I can't control my kids. If they're living under your roof and you're not controlling them, somebody's in trouble. And you, Daddy, going to pay the price down there somewhere. The man said, my son is not guilty of these drug trafficking. He is not guilty. His son was guilty. He put his house up. He hocked everything he had. His son went to prison for like 10 years, still paying on. Listen, I'm not going to buy them out. Hello? They need to, to, to meet the standard or suffer the consequences. What did he say, Ben? Think twice or say, pay the price, baby. Hey, we don't lack standards. What if God hadn't put standards out there? How could we know what to do in order to get to the Father? Jesus said, if you want to get to the Father, you got to come through me. Hopefully you got your outline ready to look at that outline and write in it. If you don't, you're not going to know what to do when you leave here. You're going to say, oh, it's just another sermon. And, and the wife says, you're still going to do what I say. I love Lynn with all my heart, and you know it. She loves me with all of her heart, and you know it. 
But she honors me, she respects me, and I love her. She don't owe me any honor. She don't owe me any respect if I don't show her respect and if I don't love her. Hello, guys, come on. Y'all sleep? What does God require of us as his children? First of all, we as God's children should live justly. What, what does that mean? <laughs> we should fear the Lord our God. Let me tell you something about my daddy. My daddy was a saved man. My daddy was a Pearl Harbor survivor. My daddy was a, a, a worker. He laid brick for 45 years. He provided for his family. He loved his family. But I'm going to tell you something. I was not afraid of my daddy. I feared my daddy. There's a difference. I feared my daddy because I knew if I didn't come up and do the standards, I'd suffer the consequences, and rightfully so. I'm not afraid of God. I love God. God loves me. But I fear what he can do and will do if I don't keep the standard up. As a man of the house, It really tires my nerves up. I'm a little guy, okay? I'm just a little guy. I'm like dynamite. <laughs> you know, I can't understand a man slapping or hitting a woman. Pick on somebody your same sex. You ain't supposed to talk about that, preacher. Well, I am. God made male and female. He made the male first. And he said, hey, it's not good that guy be by himself. I'm going I'm to I'm see if I can do a better job. And he did. <laughs> Hello, ladies. Right. Hey. Wow, I love to look at her. Before I go to bed, in the night, if I'm up to the bathroom, I come back. She's breathing. <laughs> hey. There's two slogans in our house here in the bedroom. You listening? Kiss me good night. Kiss me in the morning. I try not to miss them two opportunities. <laughs> Fifty and a half years, it's the same lips. Hey. I don't have to go nowhere else. Let me tell you something. I fear her. I'm not afraid of her. I fear. She's short, but she's loaded. <laughs> hey, don't mess things up. I'm going to tell you, I will put her. Man, my uncle, 92-year-old uncle said, if you can brag without lying, go ahead. I'll put her upside any pastor's wife in our association. She loves you. She loves our church. She's not afraid of God, but she fears what God can do. Matthew 6, 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. What he's saying here, treat others like you would like to be treated. I mean, my goodness. I saw two banners yesterday. I don't know where I saw them. Maybe you saw them. This guy was standing on the street. 
big signs hooked to a stick. One said, Jesus saves. Love one another. Great big signs. You know, Lynn, hey, she was giving it this. You know, hey, ag the man on. Treat others like you'd like to be treated. Love one another. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 2 said, It is required of a man that he be found faithful. Notice, it didn't say the woman. It said the man. Now, what is the man to be faithful to? It is required of a man that he be found faithful. First of all, faithful to God. Hey, he created me. I didn't ask for what color eyes I wanted. Hey, you go to buy a vehicle, what do you do? I want a V8, I want air conditioning, I want it to be this color, I want this kind of wheels and this kind of tires and this kind of remotes and all of that. We tell them and we order it. I didn't tell God what color hair, eyes, statue, nothing. It's his business. Some of you are pregnant right now. It's God's business, what he's doing in there. It's his business. What does God require of a man? God first. What does it require of a man? His family second. You're to guard your family. You are over your family and live like it. Don't be a put on. Love your wife. You know, a lot of times young and see husband, mom and daddy fighting, but they never see them make up. They need to, kids need to see both sides, y'all. Don't say, well, we, me and my wife don't, we don't fuss. We don't fight. Let me tell you something about that. There's one of three things that's wrong there. First of all, you're not sleeping together. Second of all, you're not sharing the same checkbook. And third of all, one of you is dead. <laughs> really? God needs to be first, family second, and church is third. You need to be bringing your family, carrying your family, sitting with your family, loving your family, and worshiping God who is in control of everything. Secondly, standards for the Christian live by. We as God's children should love justly. Secondly, we as God's children should love mercy. Cassie, put up 1 Peter chapter 3, uh, excuse me, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. Leave it up there if you don't mind. I'll tell you when to take it off. Blessed. Hey, I don't know any other way to describe my life, this church, and my family. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. God didn't have but one child and they killed him. Jesus had one daddy, and that's the Father in heaven, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again and again and again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. You can take that off. Mercy. We have more than we need. You realize right now, every lost person, if you're lost and you're in this, right here, right now, that God's having mercy on you. 
He's waiting on you. I don't remember what cowboy show it was. I, I was watching last evening. The family's all seated. <coughs> the daddy, the husband, got up and went to the door. And immediately I thought about it. Jesus said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. The person on the other side did not open the door. The man on the inside opened the door and let his guest in. Jesus wants to be your guest. He cannot do it unless you open the door where he can have mercy on you. I don't know any other way to put it. People make salvation so hard when it's not hard at all. It's just a simple saying, come into my heart and save my soul. Forgive me. Mercy. We need to love God according to Scripture with our heart and our soul and our mind. In other words, the entire being. In Luke's gospel, the Samaritan, the good Samaritan, priest went by. Hmm. Levi went by. Hmm. But just a plain old ordinary man that loved God saw the man that had been beaten, robbed, and left for dead. Took him, poured oil in his wound, bound him up, put him on his mule, donkey, whatever. And carried him into a city and told a man, Sir, I want you to take care of him. And he didn't say, Now I got a $20 bill here. Now don't you spend no more than that. He said, Here's a, <clears throat> here's a $100 bill. You spend whatever you have to spend. And when I come back, I will repay you. Did you get that? When, not if. When the man had mercy, he had compassion on this guy. And he says, when I come back, I will repay you. He didn't set no ceiling on it. You know, you know what we do? We set a ceiling on God. I'll do this, God, if you'll do this. No, you don't do it that way. God says, I'll do this if you'll do that. Hello? We lose sight of the standard that God has for us. Uh, you know, mercy, it, it will endure forever and ever and ever. And the Bible says endureth forever to every generation. I don't know how many of you attended the funeral of Luke Davis this past week. But I shared a little story that I was such a blessed pastor because I could go back in that Davis family five generations. I don't know of any other pastor. Now, I'm sure they are, okay, but I said I don't know of any who can go back that far into a family. You know why? Because I stayed where God wanted me to stay until it was time to go. So many move, 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 move. They miss all those blessings that God has for them. Mercy 
endureth forever. A third thing. We as God's children should walk humbly with our God. What does that word humbly mean? Well, if I got a if he's wanting me to walk humbly with him, what, what does it mean? It me- simply means walk in all of his ways. Not my ways. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scorn, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, God's holy word. And whatever he does, if he's in the word and he's having mercy and loving people, whatever he's doing is going to prosper. Whatever he's doing is going to prosper. Walk in all of his ways. You know what about his ways? Listen. There's three things about God's ways. First of all, it's the right way. You don't have to fret over whether following God's the right way or not. It is the right way. But there is a way that seems right unto man, but the Bible says the end thereof is destruction. Hell is what he's talking about. It's not the right way. A second way there. His words are always right. It's okay to quote Scripture, by the way. God is the author, but he don't say he has a copyright on it. It's for everybody. Who will listen? There's words that are right. The Bible said, Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable unto thee, O Lord my God, my strength forever and ever and ever. Let it be to glorify your holy name. Number three, his work is the best work. For the night is coming when man cannot work. I've probably lost count of how many jobs I've had since I started working that are around 12 years old. All I know is work. People say, why do you work so much? That's all I know is work. Work, work, work. You know, go get it. If you don't get up and get out there, you ain't going to get it. And that ain't going to get it either, is it, teacher? Uh, I'm sorry. Don't mark me out. Well, work for the night is coming when no man will be able to work. There's coming a day if I live, I won't be able to get up and go to work. I love work. My daddy taught me to work. I taught my boys to work. Micah 6, 6. Look at it. What shall... With what shall I come before the Lord and bow myself before his high God? What? what? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings and the calves of a year old? No. What shall I bring? Let me tell you what you need to bring. Yourself. I have nothing else to offer you all. Just myself. I am what I am. The only way I'm going to change is if God changes me. And then I need to be ready. I need to be like an adjustable wrench. Whatever the occasion, I need to be and I will be adjusted to meet that occasion. Whatever it is. If you're saved today, you need to look at these standards 
and keep the standard up. Keep the bar high. Now you would think, me as short as I am, I would never go out for high jumping, okay? <laughs> but in my backyard, I had my own high jump pit. And I could all but clear six foot. I was like a grasshopper on steroids. <laughs> I did. I started out simple, two foot, and raised it one inch every time. I had a nail fixed. If I can clear this, I can clear that. If I can clear this, I can clear that. After tearing my knees up on that six foot part of less, hey, I decided you've reached your level. That's what God wants you to do. Keep raising it up. Keep raising it up. First thing you know, you're at the height God wants you to be. But don't quit. You got to bring others along. You got to bring others along. You know, I'm I'm so I'm blessed. I'm so thankful for our boys that are doing well and they love God and they love their mama and their daddy and that comes out of the mouth. I love you. Pray for us. That's a blessing, y'all. A blessing. Where are you with your relationship with the Lord today? Two or three things. First of all, you're, you're lost. You need to be saved. That's, that's the bottom line. And, and you say, well, I, I don't want to embarrass me. I don't want to embarrass my family. Listen, I'd rather embarrass my family than to be embarrassed when God said, I'm sorry, I don't know you. Depart from me into everlasting punishment. You're either lost or maybe you're saved. You've backslid on God. You haven't tried your best to keep the standard up. You're just sort of slipping along. Maybe you want to come to the altar and pray and ask God to forgive you. You don't have to come, but you, you can. It makes it more important if you come. Maybe you visit with us and your entertaining thought is, I'd love to join that church. Now, if I have talked to you about joining, okay, if I haven't, then you need to fill out that card and say, I'd love to talk to you about joining the church. You need to write it down. Listen, write down these things. Because if you don't, hey, they're going to slip by you. The devil will see to it that it don't stick with you. Father, in the name of Jesus, touch hearts, touch lives, and lead people the way they need to go. Lord, help me as pastor of this church to walk where you want me to walk, to use the right words, and to be where you want me to be every day of my life, whatever it is, wherever it is. In Jesus' name, amen. Susan's coming to lead us in our hymn of invitation. Ever how God might have spoken to you, you respond to him today. Susan. Let others see Jesus in Amen. you. Let's stand.
You may be seated, please. Michael, you come bring your family. Michael Lee, his wife, Christy, their daughter, Hannah, and Grayson. Now, Grayson's a little on the young side right now, so pray for Grayson. Um, but Michael's been saved, baptized. His membership is at Holly Springs. Hannah has been saved, and she's one of our river baptism otters. She may take her pastor right under with her. But she's one of those we'll baptize this afternoon. And Christy, she's been saved, baptized. She's coming from Rocky Knoll this morning. So I wonder what's the privilege of receiving this family. All right. I want to see your hand here, hearty amen. 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 Praise God. If you have a care card, if you will pass it to the center aisle. Brother Jeff, son, would you come and take Michael and his family out there? And guys, if we could get the doors open and come by and express the right hand of fellowship to this precious family and uh, come this afternoon and, and be a part of what God's going to do at the river. Go ahead, Jeff, you can take them off. Uh, what God's going to do at the river. Uh, as I said, I hope this thing will be videoed. I hope it will go from coast to coast. Not for my sake but for God's sake, that he might be lifted up, that he might be glorified. Jeremy, son, would you come and dismiss us today? I hope to see you this evening. Don't say, hey, call church up. No, we're not. We're moving it. Okay, we're just moving it. May you stand together. Brother Jeremy, if anything you want to say, Brother Hip, yourself. Let us pray. Thank you, God, for another opportunity to come and worship in your house in this day and age. Uh, that's becoming a rare thing. Uh, thank you for the preaching and the word. Uh, be with everybody this afternoon as we have a good old-fashioned church picnic and baptism in the river. Uh, pray for everybody's safe travels. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.